This is the Pooja and Gurdip podcast from 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdip show. It's fun. They're amazing. You've known me a very long time, Gurdip, mm-hmm. and you know that when it comes to working out, I'm looking for the quick fix. I'm looking for the thing that's going to get me the six pack, the fastest. <sighs> It doesn't exist, apparently. I've been searching for years. <laughs> dealing with you is like dealing with a 90s infomercial. Four-second abs. From the people who brought you five-second bacon comes four-second abs. There's no shortcut to getting ripped, Booch. Okay, well, maybe, just maybe this is it. Uh, oh there are these new gym leggings, okay? So you see women wearing leggings when they work out. Okay. And they're electrically charged. What? To make you fit. Yeah. They send what do like you mean? they send like waves through your body and then you get fit faster. It's a thing. But they're just leggings. They're just leggings and then it's like woven into the fabric. Is there a battery pack? No. Are so, you is there a cord? Are you attached to the wall? No, so extension you, cord? No. That would be weird. <laughs> that so, would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> so like while you're moving, I guess your movement uh, creates the electric stimulation and then <laughs> that rejuvenates your muscles. It boosts your athletic ability. So now you can even push yourself even harder than you could before. And then it helps in the recovery of your muscles afterwards. Come on. To be clear, we're talking about pants. Yes. These are Leggings. Uh, is it like like the whooshing of your thigh? If your thigh is whooshed together, it creates kinetic energy like Costanza? <laughs> like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Is that what it is? No. Like you just work out the way you normally would. And that effort that you're exerting is enough. And according to their studies, the people who came up with this, it's a company called Baron Bio. They say that your exercise performance can be improved by 30%. That means I only have to be in the gym for like five minutes. Right. But if you're starting at an efficiency of 3%, (laughs) that's only taking you to four. Also, um, it says that when it comes to that muscle fatigue, their tests prove that there is a reduction in that fatigue by 6%. Okay. Well, here's the question. And if these leggings actually work, why not do, because they, you know, leggings, they they have like... um, Parts you wear up top as well, like T-shirts or long sleeve things. Why not make it a whole body thing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And increase it by 60%. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just, you know, baby steps. We start with the leggings. Eventually, you know, we Why work- not a ski mask? <laughs> why not the whole, why not full body? Why can't you be bodysuit guy? I mean, you know enough about working out. Like, isn't it better to have it on your legs? Because, like, you've got your biggest muscle there and that you're probably going to burn the most amount of fat. I suppose. Depends what you're working out. Well, what if you're drinking water? Sometimes I spill. If you spill it on your leggings, do you get an electric shock? I mean, I don't know. I would hope not, but that would also maybe help you move faster. You realize why I'm so skeptical, right? <laughs> like, you, you, this is the same person who told me years ago that you wanted to get this vibration device that you stand on and mm. it just shakes your whole body and gets you ripped and you just stand there and you I, can be, like, on your phone. I bought a membership. And, like, the, also the thing you attach to your abs that, like... yeah. yeah. Uh, I bought a membership. It didn't work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we might be having the same conversation a few weeks from now. They won an award. They won an innovation they award. They won a Guy 2024 <laughs> award. From CHFI Studios. It's the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Okay. There's a study that looked into individuals' taste preferences. Okay. And what that said about their personality. And more specifically, that people who enjoyed certain foods have a very dark side to them and could exhibit psychopathic tendencies. Oh, wow. They could be antisocial and narcissistic. And there's a bunch of other really horrible things. If you match these taste preferences, they found this in common with all the people who had these taste preferences. Okay. Do you prefer a freshly roasted black coffee instead of a cappuccino? Uh, no, I prefer cappuccino. Okay. 
Do you prefer 90% dark chocolate versus like white chocolate or milk chocolate? Oh, I'm kind of in the, like, I like the dark chocolate. 90 is a little much for me. I think the sweet spot's around 80, 75, 80. Last week you tried 95 and you said you loved it. No, I didn't. I said it was too much. Mm, that was me. I loved it. Steph oh, loved it. Yeah. I, that was going to call you a liar too, but never <laughs> <Yeah>. mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So you're going to go with the milk chocolate versus? No, no, no. I, if I have to pick one, I'm going to go dark. I don't really eat milk chocolate. Okay. Um, let's say you're out at a bar. Are you going to get like a Negroni, a gin and tonic type of drink versus like a tequila sunrise or a sweet? I like my drinks bitter, no sweet. So yeah, Negroni is actually my second favorite drink. Okay. Yeah. Um, Steph? Probably the tequila. Love tequila. tequila. Okay. I love tequila as well, but sunrise is going to be all sweet. That's fine. Okay. okay. Guess what? If you like bitter foods and you just name two out of three that you like bitter, yeah. that's how you find the dark side of your personality. That's where they say that you might have psychopathic tendencies and maybe a narcissistic personality. Why do I feel like, this, you know those choose your own adventure books? Yeah. <laughs> but all roads lead to psychopathic te- Why do I feel like no matter what I said, no. you were going to tell me I have psychopathic And here's tendencies. the thing is I took the test too and I'm also falling under the same category as you with my taste preferences. I like the bitter stuff over the sweet stuff. What about Steph? Steph, you kind of picked both. So I would have picked the cappuccino and then I would have picked the dark chocolate and then I would have picked the tequila. Yeah, so you would have been, you would have been fine. Okay, I'm good. Oh, Steph is fine. I'm good. She's got like 2%, (laughs) 2% of narcissism. This is how how I know this study does not hold water. Sorry, Steph. (laughs) See, it's less that the study thinks that I might be psychopathic but more about the fact that it says Steph is not psychopathic. And I'm like, nope, We nope. love producer Steph. We, we love do. producer we do. Steph. The Pooja and Gurdiv Podcast. From 98.1 CHFI. We have a sleep hack that could save your marriage. Ooh, ooh. Is it separate beds? No. Oh. And maybe even separate rooms, because you've heard of the... How about separate houses (laughs) and separate spouses? (laughs) I think that's not marriage. Oops. I think that's the opposite. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) Okay, if you're in a marriage, a traditional marriage, where you're just seeing each other and you are living in the same house and... What a disclaimer. Maybe sleeping in the same room. (laughs) Because there has been all sorts of studies that say, like, just sleep in another room. It's more important to get sleep than anything, right? Totally. But some people are like, oh, I don't know. I feel like that's the first sign that the relationship is done when you're not even sleeping in the same room anymore. I think being sleep tired and grumpy is the first sign of a marriage. Like when you're when you're sleep deprived, nothing is easy. Yeah. I say do what works for your marriage. Mm-hmm. However, if you want to stay in the same room and in the same bed, this could save your marriage. It's called the Scandinavian sleep method. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure how that was going to end. Okay. (laughs) And it was popularized in Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and this is how it works. Okay. You make your bed with your your sheets as you normally would. Okay. 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 And now when it comes to the duvet or the comforter, Mm -hmm. you're going to get two. You're going to get two. You're not going to get one that you spread across the whole bed. You're going to get two. Two. Duvet, like two single size duvets. That's right. So that you're going to get your own and your partner's going to get their own. And apparently, this is a game changer when it comes to someone who hugs Ooh. the blanket, someone who's always cold or always hot, because temperature wise, then you can control it. Ooh. And then there's not the other person in, under the covers making it more hot or making it more cold. Like it, it solves a lot of problems. Can I just say, I trusted you right off the hop as soon as you said Scandinavian. Any, any studies <laughs> that come from that part of the world? Because I mean, they have like the longest life expectancy. They're always, those countries are always high up on the happiness quotient meter. Mm-hmm. Like 
If a study, a sleep study is from them, I instantly believe it. This makes a lot of sense. I've had some partners that are total comforter hogs and they don't even know they're doing it. They just keep twisting in the night like spaghetti on a fork. And next thing you know, the, the comforter's all sucked up to their side. And I'm like, I'm freezing over here. They're like, Gritty, why didn't it work out? Well, she's spaghetti's cold. at night. I got cold. <laughs> uh, this is brilliant. I think it could work. I mean, maybe try it. Or if you actually do this anyway, maybe you didn't even know it was called the Scandinavian sleep method. And Scandinav. You just, Scandinav. Yeah. Maybe you've been doing this in your relationship. I want to hear about it. Okay. And listen, if that doesn't work, just take my suggestion off the top. Separate. Separate rooms, <laughs> separate beds, separate homes. Separate spouses. And I, you, you got us there. <laughs> the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. This is the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. What is the most stressful video game of all time for you? Uh, I ask you this because recently it was determined that Mario Kart is the most stressful game of really? all time. I didn't agree. I mean, listen, I want to pat my own back here. I was really good at Mario Kart. I usually won, so it wasn't that stressful for me. I was usually cruising. <laughs> Literally cruising. The in Mario thing that Kart. you like, you you tell all your friends and you know, on your dating app, you That's right. you let everybody know I'm really, really good. I'm far superior in Mario Kart. My than Instagram else. bio reads at Gurdeep A. Uh, really good at Mario Kart. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, what is the most stressful video game of all time for you? You know, it, I find that if I played anything new, it would be stressful for me because I don't know how to play video games today. But back in the day, this was it for me. Tetris. Yes. Oh, great choice. <laughs> Love the game. And, you know, you're, you're good at it until it starts to speed up. And then it gets so stressful. You know why it's such a good choice? Because that game was literally unbeatable. Right? Yes. Like it just Until got beat for the first time recently. by a 13 year old kid, and there's no ending for that game. It just glitches. The mm-hmm. code glitches, and you get. It got so fast. Your palms got so sweaty. Yeah, that one was, was terrifying. What's it for you? For me, well, it's this one. one which one is that mike tyson's punch out oh my goodness where you're a little mac and you're, <laughs> it was it was stressful because like you'd get so far and you knew like if you got knocked out and you lost i think three times it would take you back to the beginning and you're like oh i gotta get back to like fighter eight or nine and if you ever made it to mike tyson i never beat the game like he was so good he would just knock you out in in one or two punches and that was it and then mm-hmm. you had to start all over again oh wow so mario kart you're superior in Punching Mike, Mike Tyson t- out? I mean, not so actually much. beating that game? No, that's that's really, really tough. You got one, Steph? Yeah, this is mine. You and George Costanza. <laughs> Frogger. I can't stand this game. I wanted to love it, and I just, it was addicting, though, so I just kept playing it, but I, like, I couldn't stand it because I could only get so far, and I always got smashed or run over or whatever happened in the game <laughs> and the graphics were never that good even compared to the other games at the time you know what it is is like all the games now you can save your progress and pick up where you left off you can die a thousand times and pick up where you le- back then it was like three times yep. you die and then you got to start all yep. over again so the stakes were high and why did we do this to ourselves <laughs> we had nothing else to do that's true that's probably <laughs> it that's probably it Blair mine was this one yeah 
Yes. Yep. So Pac-Man. stressful. We played over the holidays, and you feel invincible. You know when you eat a little power pill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can take on the world. Mm-hmm. And then your power starts to wane, and then the goblins start to chase you, and I'm like, oh, you get trapped in and the they, corner. And they, like, close in? Yes. And it's, you're only on level three? I know. Like, <laughs> wow, level three. It's just like life. <laughs> you take a power pill, you feel invincible. I know. Just like life. Just that Pac-Man music alone stresses me out. I know. I'm stressed out right now. We're not even playing. From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja and Gurdip Podcast. So the latest trend to take over TikTok is something called rat snacking. And I know it doesn't sound appealing, but the concept is this. You eat small and random snacks with sometimes odd combinations of whatever sort of you have around. And it's called rat snacking because it's similar to how rats scrounge together, whatever. I will say as off-putting as the name was, uh, as it hit my ears initially, uh, understanding the concept, I am a rat snacker. I've been doing this for years. I love you to explore. I like to experiment, right? Like for every amazing rat snacking winning combo I've come up with, there's probably been two or three forgettable duds, right? But some of the ones that have lasted over time like these are some of my regulars do you want me to tell you like your regular rat snacks yeah my regular rat snacks sure so one of the things i do sometimes is i'll go like this isn't that crazy i don't think uh ritz crackers peanut butter and pickles oh yeah really yeah that's pretty basic people are probably like yeah okay peanut butter pickle ritz yeah you get a little salty a little bit yeah a little little thickness the peanut butter holds the pickle on there it's nice Mm. this one's kind of crazy i go yogurt you can do greek oat whatever protein powder frozen grapes nuts cereal topped with crushed regular Lays. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's like your own smoothie bowl. That's fantastic. Now, the only really unhealthy part of that is the crushed regular Lays, but it just gives it a nice little, oh nice, my little, goodness. A nice little crunch. Like the people who are going viral for this and people are now looking for rat snacking ideas. They're like, oh, well, you know, what can this I throw together? Born like, to do it. This person put chips in a bowl and then drizzled it with vinegar and then took a spoon and ate it like cereal. So well, that I was mean, the could, rat could snacking. Could she not have just bought salt and vinegar chips? I could feel have. Like- I think I rat snack last night by accident because I didn't want to, I wasn't feeling great. So I didn't want to make dinner. By accident? Okay. So I was just like, oh, you know, I took a scoop of peanut butter. I had a pickle. And then, yeah. And then I had a Ritz cracker. You're like, wait, wait a minute. I just put this together. Uh Yeah. But I, but I ate them separately, which is not rat snacking. You have to, you have to put it together together. into like a little sand because visually too, it's quite stunning to see all these things that weren't meant to go together. Yeah. Do you know what I had yesterday? morning for breakfast after the show. Oh, another rat snack? When I went home, yeah. This, I didn't realize this was a rat snack until I thought about what I do. You know I do jam and cheese on toast. Yes. Topped with uh, scrambled eggs, spinach, tomato, and drizzled in Nando's Paranese. What? Nando's Paranese goes with everything. Oh my goodness. So good. Pizza I feel like you just too. need a bunch of sauces and you can make everything rat snack beautiful. This just in, I'm a rat. Whoa! The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. Welcome to Kent. Beat Gurdip on 98.1 CHFI. Katie from Hamilton is hoping to beat Gurdip, and you have something in common. You're both diehard, suffering Leafs fans. We both love pain. Yes. Right, Katie? Apparently so. Yeah. Katie, uh, I know you're a Leaf fan, so you know that's four blown leads in a row that the Leafs are. That's their current streak. Not just four losses, four games where they held the lead and they found a way to lose. I know it's only the regular season, but it's a little frustrating. Yeah, it's it's not a good feeling for sure, but I can't say that I'm not used to it, Mm -hmm. sadly, but they Mm -hmm. always have some way to give you a little bit of hope so you keep hanging on and sticking around. (laughs) Katie, I'm going to ask you a question that I was told never to ask a lady, but um, you can give me a range if you want. Are you in your 30s, 20s, 40s, 50s? In my 30s. 30s. Okay, so you've been, I'm I'm 40, so yeah, we've been suffering roughly, uh, you know, the same amount of time. It's not easy being a fan of this team. (laughs) It really is not. 
And maybe it's yeah. one of those things where, you know, you got to pay the pain forward. And maybe the pain comes in the way of beating Gurdib. Oh, I thought you were going to say having children and making them leave fans, too. No. No, okay. <laughs> That's cruel and unusual. No. So, Katie, this is how it works. You are going to get five trivia questions. Gurdib gets the same five trivia questions. But if you get more right than him... That's how you're going to win $100 of his money, plus you'll get the bragging rights. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, why don't you go ahead and kick Gurdip out of the studio? All right, Gurdip, you have, um, you've gotten a penalty, and so you've got to be sent off to the penalty box for okay. a couple minutes here. I like mm. it. Take a breather. Mm. Okay, Katie, here we go. It was 25 years ago this week that Toronto called in the army to clean up after a snowstorm. Who was the mayor of Toronto at that time? Ooh. Was it John Tory? Succession star Sarah Snook says a movie producer once chastised her for eating cake. What historical figure said the famous line, let them eat cake in the late 1700s? Marie Antoinette. The William Sonoma at Eaton Center will be closing this year. In what state would you find Sonoma County? Oh, pick a state. Um, Tennessee. As the Critics' Choice Awards was over the weekend, Harrison Ford got emotional during his acceptance speech and thanked his wife, Callista Flockhart, for all her support. In what series did Callista star in the 90s? I do not know. (laughs) Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown passed a motion that could see fines issued for careless 911 calls. What three-digit number do they use for emergencies in the UK? Is it... 811? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Katie will get Gurdip to come back in, see how he does with the same five questions. Okay, out of the penalty box. Ready to go? Let's go. You know when someone scores a goal right out of the box? That's going to be me here. Okay. It was 25 years ago this week that Toronto called in the army to clean up after a snowstorm. Who was the mayor of Toronto at the time? I believe it was Mel Lastman who called in the army. Succession star Sarah Snook says a movie producer once chastised her for eating cake. What? What historical figure said the famous line, let them eat cake in the late 1700s? I only remember this because of a commercial. I think it was Mary Antoinette. The William Sonoma at Eaton Center will be closing this year. In what state would you find Sonoma County? Sounds like a Californian state. California. At the Critics' Choice Awards over the weekend, Harrison Ford got emotional during his acceptance speech and thanked his wife, Callista Flockhart, for all her support. In what series did Callista star in the 90s? I never watched it, but Ally McBeal. Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown passed a motion that could see fines issued for careless 911 calls. What three-digit number do they use for emergencies in the UK? I think it's 999. Okay, Katie, you got one out of five, correct? Oh. Oof, you are the least, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Gurdip, you got all five, right? Whoa! Oh, my goodness. Oh, Katie, I don't know how he does it. I have it. no idea what happened. Yeah, no, but I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to celebrate, like, uh, Pooja's guesses for the nearly impossible question this morning. Yeah, cars, protein, working out, girls. <laughs> Those are Pooja's guesses for the nearly impossible if you missed it this morning. Oh, Katie. Uh, In the end, you weren't able to beat Gurdip, and you know what that means. Can't beat Gurdip. Katie, you were so much fun. And uh, hey, here's hoping we get uh, past the second round this year. Yes, here's hoping.
Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdeep podcast. Listen to Pooja and Gurdeep live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.